We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Getting the smile and confidence you've been dreaming about all from the comfort of your home isn't a total mystery with Bite Clear Aligners. Just don't be surprised if all your friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. Bite Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. This is the Sooner Sports Podcast. Your all-access pass to Sooner Sports. The Sooner Sports Podcast is presented by Allstate. Are you in good hands? And by Riverwind Resort. Riverwind Resort, the place to be. Oh, mama! What a play! Now, here's your host, Chris Plank. Welcome into the Sooner Sports Podcast, and welcome to something new. Every Friday before game day, the Varsity O presents Sooners for Life. It's a podcast focused on celebrating the careers of Sooner greats and highlighting their insider knowledge on the current state of all the sports programs and that little nugget of insider information on the matchups as well. You can learn more about the Varsity O at thevarsityo.com. Sooners for Life. We kick things off episode one. Jessica Cootie sits down with Roy Williams. Well, Roy Williams, it's been 20 years since you guys embarked on what would be a national championship winning season. Does it feel like it's been 20 years? No, it has. I mean, <laughs> maybe maybe 10, but not 20. Yeah, no, it hasn't hasn't felt like it's been 20 years, but damn, that's a long time. <laughs> well, it's like, you see the grays? Goddamn. <laughs> Yeah, well, so 20 years ago, we're starting to celebrate the 20-year anniversary of that 2000 National Championship team. Not a lot of people maybe thought that you guys had a shot to do what you did, but you were one that you thought that summer that this team could maybe go out and do something special. What was it about that team that you kind of felt even before the season started, hey, we, we can do something here this season? You know, after the 99 season when we lost in the Independence Bowl against Old Miss, um, it was a kind of a butting of heads with the coaches and the players. You know, they didn't know us. We didn't know them. 
we felt like their stepchildren that they got they got into marriage and they had to inherit and so it was it was a it was a learning experience and there was a lot of games that we lost in 99 that we should have won but we just didn't know how to finish um because you know people reverted back to their old ways and trying to do things themselves instead of buying into the system and <clears throat> doing doing uh doing it the, the right way the coaches way and so at the end of the season you know it, it really left a bad taste in our mouths that we could have we could have literally been a better team and um and so in 2000 we were working out in summertime and I, my roommates were uh Jay Hunt and Damian Mackey, where we live right down the street. Uh, I want to say it's Brooks, I think, um, and uh, Summer Point Apartments. Um, and we were we were talking, we were looking at the schedule, and um, you know, I think it was either Jay or Damian. We we're sitting down on the couch, and we we're like, "Dude, looking at the schedule, like UTEP. Oh, we should beat them." And um, who else we played? Uh, gosh, Arkansas State. Arkansas State. It was uh, uh, Rice, um, but we were like, yeah, we should beat all those guys. Then we got to October, and we we're like, man, that's it's tough. That'll be a tough. That's a tough schedule. But it was like, I don't see anybody that we can't beat. Um, Texas, uh, Nebraska. It was uh, K State. You know, that was they call that Red October. Um, and I, I truly looked at it and I was like, yeah, Nebraska may be tough, but I don't see why we can't beat them. And then we just got to the, all the way to the bottom where it said National T uh, Championship TBA um, to be announced. And we we're like, hell, we can, be, we can be playing in Miami. And I mean, it just, we just took a game at a time, game at a time. And um, Coach uh, Stoops was like, don't get too high, don't get too low. You know, we're just going to take this uh, one game at a time. And it, it literally, I mean, it was a, when you're in it, you really don't get to appreciate what you're really doing and what magnitude at what you're doing each and every Saturday until the end result. You know, and then when we got to play in Miami and we beat Florida State, it's like, we did it, you know. And the crazy thing about it is, it's like after that game, I was like, I'm ready for another game. Like, Let's go. <laughs> it's just, I mean, it, I, I was literally ready for another game, man. And I, I mean, the Sooner Faithful, Sooner Nation, man, it coming back <clears throat> to Norman after that game and seeing everybody, I mean, it was like we just, it was like a big old caravan. Everybody following us on in to Norman and the, this, this over, where were we at? Uh, there was a ramp going up into the uh, south end zone um which tell you who have no idea what it looks like now but um back then there was a ramp going up to the south end zone and we would sit up there and just the the vibe that the, the city had and the uh, i mean it was just uh rejuvenated the city uh norman as well as the state i mean it just restored that hope that um, that dominance that Oklahoma carries, um, being a football powerhouse, um, it was a beautiful thing to be able to, you know, get that 2000 national championship upon the the Raptors with all the other greats. So that first game you mentioned UTEP, you guys dominate 55 to 14. How mm -hmm. important is it in a season opener? 
to set the tone for a special season? <laughs> I, to be honest, I was just hoping I didn't have any uh, mental errors because I didn't want to get cussed out by Coach Toops. <laughs> <laughs> so, so uh, I wasn't even worried about dominating. <laughs> I'm just worried about not messing up. Honestly, that's the that is the truth. I just didn't want to mess up with uh, with Mike. Uh, you don't ever want to be on the wrong side of Mike when you're on the when you did something that you weren't supposed to do on the football field. <laughs> um, but you know, it's going back to UTEP. I mean, we literally every time we had goals. We I think we wanted to force like one to two turnovers and try to score a touchdown a game and you know try to hold offense under a certain amount of yards. And there are some other um, other goals that you know we set. We honestly each week in and week out we just wanted to accomplish our goals because if we, if we knew if we accomplished those goals no team had a chance to win against us because our goals were all about preventing them from basically advancing the ball and scoring in the end zone. And uh, I mean, we did really good um, at executing on defense and creating turnovers, that's for sure. So for those of us that will never run out onto Owen Field uh, for mm -hmm. a season opener, I know it's going to be different this year with the reduced stadium capacity, but what are these guys feeling as they run down that tunnel and run out onto Owen Field for the first time? <laughs> there's no, there's no, um, what's the proper, there's no, you can't, you can't explain it unless you actually do it. I mean, everybody, you know, it's, it's like riding a roller coaster. You know what I mean? Everybody has different emotions when they ride the roller coaster. Some may want to puke, some are excited, some are scared, you know, there's different emotions. So when when you're running out, I mean, it, it's, I mean, I, I remember my first time, there's, here's a fun fact. Whenever watching um, us run out the tunnel, you'll probably never ever see me on the camera because I was always in the back because I was always nervous to run out on the football field. I kid you not. Like I was normally, like back in 2000, it was like me and Josh Hype fighting for who's gonna be the last one out. Because <laughs> I never, I never, I, I just, I was always ner I just was always nervous to run on the football field, just because. I mean, it's just um, there's just um, it was a ball of emotions. You know, I mean, I was nervous. Um, I wouldn't say I was scared, but I was more just nervous and excited. Um, you know, just to be able to play a sport that I loved and be at a, a at the University of Oklahoma playing at the highest level. I mean, there's always there's always some some jitters, and um, but running out that tunnel and the the uh, roughnecks popping off the cannons and the Sooner schooners running, the cheerleaders are doing backflips and all this stuff. I mean, it's then you got all your teammates in front of you, then you got the fans screaming. I mean, it's just I mean, it's it's a, uh, I mean, it's like one of the highlights of being a Sooner and any other college sport. You know, running out on the on their home field and your fans are cheering you on. You're all excited. I mean, that's, I mean, people live for that. I mean, there are like you said, there are people that just want to experience that. You know, and a lot of people don't get to have that experience. Um, but what more magical place than the University of Oklahoma doing that, man? I mean, 
Oklahoma is a special place. And to be able to do that, man, it's it's for the ages, man. It, I just, <clears throat> it'd be cool once all this COVID stuff is over to allow um, one or two fans a game experience that just to rock the world. Because <laughs> it's, dude, it's awesome. It truly is. Well, we've heard uh, Coach Riley, uh, you know, the, really the whole coaching staff talk about these freshmen that they've got coming in, but also the depth that really everybody's going to be able to play. But a lot of these young guys are going to have to play and play big roles early. What would be your message to some of these young players that, you know, are going to have to step in and play a big role and there's no really time to be a freshman? Um. Um, step up and take the challenge, honestly. And I, w I would also encourage them to in taking, taking more chances in practice that you are thinking about that you may want to do in the game. So it's, it's, not, it's not foreign to you and it's, it comes to second nature. So if you're a defensive back and a ball's in the air that you have every right to have that ball just like the receiver. So you need to go make the play. You know what I'm saying? If you're a linebacker and you read, uh, you know, if you read the offensive line or a run play, just go attack it. You're better off making a mistake in practice and making it in the game. So go ahead, make your corrections in practice. So come game time, you are well polished and you're not caught off, you're not caught off guard. And you're just going to go out there carefree and just have a good time. Um, those are the things I, I would say, like, and honestly, go out there and just have fun. You know what I mean? Because at the end of the day, you done did your winter workouts, you did summer workouts, you did everything that you needed to, um, that you needed everything, you did, you have done everything that you needed to do to put you in this position. Now yeah, you have to go out there and go out there and shine and go, uh, honestly, have fun and do your, and just enjoy enjoy the process which you they already done now now you get the dessert and that's saturday and that's game day and that's when you are just supposed to enjoy yourselves fly around with your teammates make plays high five and watch uh, um, watch the offense slide the scoreboard so i've got to ask you about speed d going into year number two we saw a big turnaround in this defense in year one under alex grinch how excited are you about uh, the direction of where this defense is headed. I think I honestly feel that they're they're headed in the right direction. Um, I feel that I think we're still like one or two pieces away from like just just taking us over. Um, but the improvement from last year um, and it was real exciting. I mean, it's cool that they have a speed you know speed uh, speed D. Um, title, but they, they really were flying around and they were making plays. Um, I would love to see more interceptions. Um, in this day and age, you really can't have big hits because there's a fines and you'll get disqualified, which is horrible. Um, but um, I'm really encouraged and looking forward to seeing how um, year two goes for them. I, I really feel that um, the ceiling is very, very high for them, and I think they are um, at the cusp of reaching it and jumping over it got a couple more from you for you you've, you've talked a lot about the family of being playing sooner football um 
Can you kind of speak to what it's like with each new team that comes on and, and how excited you are to get to see this next generation run out onto the field for the first time and kind of get to support them and how supportive you guys are and continue to be of this program? I mean, it's <clears throat> regardless if you were in the, the 60s until the 2000s and beyond, there's only a small knit group that knows what it means to one, bear that sooners on your chest and the OU on the side of your helmet. There's only a select few, one. And then two, um, you know everything that they have been through and what they're gonna get ready to go through and then the endurance of the season. So there's a, there's a brotherhood there that we will always click and always understand what's going on because we've been through it, you know? And so, um, so it is fun to, to see them and it's fun to see them excel and, you know, do great things. And yeah, at the same time, it's, it's like, and I hope they don't take this out of content. It's like watching your younger brother perform and you know that he can do better, but he just, that light just hasn't clicked and went off yet to, for him to say, you know what, it's okay for me. It's okay for me to be great. Now, let me go out there and be great. It's like we know that they can be great, but that that light bulb hasn't just clicked, and for them just to take that next level and then the next step to be like, you know what, it's okay for me to be a to be the best player on the football field. Well, let me go out there and go do it. You know, it's just you know that that it's there in them, but they just haven't they haven't reached that that yet. You know. It's kind of like the last dragon when he had the glow, Bruce Leroy. It's like you always know what's in him, but it ain't come out yet. But hopefully it comes out. So Sooner fans hope that, uh, again, this is a national championship team 20 years later since you guys brought one home. What was the biggest factor in making that team in 2000 a national championship winning team? We had the desire to be the best. And we wanted to prove it game in, game out. Um, we had some nail biters. Um, we had some some ones we blew some folks out. I prefer the blowing out, <laughs> but we had some nail biters. Um, for instance, AM. That was a that was a great game. But we were so battle tested. Um, we knew um, that we can face adversity and we can overcome and there it's it's tough to say what was the the key denominator on um what what it took for us i mean it was a collective of 2000 it was a collective of the coaches and the players button heads a lot of a lot of uh, arguing matches i didn't argue i never said anything but you know it just it was Figuring each other out? It was both definitely figuring each other out. And then once we had a common ground and ever, and for, for, for I can only speak for the defense, can't speak for offense, but when, when on the defensive side, when we had a common ground and we met with the coaches and understood their terminology and, and understand why they're calling certain plays and um, why they putting you in certain positions to um, better help the team. Once we figured that out, I mean, it was like, it was like the door just opened and the light just went off and it was like, hell, he knows what he's talking about. You know what? If I did this instead of doing that, I would have 
been in the right position. And then when we started, stop second guessing ourselves and start putting ourselves in the right position, I mean, it was just like, it was like, hell, we, we're a good team, you know, and let's go out there and um, go kick some butt. And we did. I mean, it, it just, and when, it, and we had fun. You know what I mean? In 90, 98, when I got here, I mean, we were, I mean, it was tough. I mean, it was, it was not a good season. The 99, you know, we started turning it, but that, that light went off in 2000, man. And it was, it was beautiful. Like, I mean, and it, it's, <clears throat> and it's tough too, because it's like, um, it's like winning in 2000 and then now it's, uh, 2020 and it's like man we had some years where we should have won and that just shows how special that 2000 team was because we faced adversity and those other teams faced adversity but we we cleared that hurdle of adversity but it's not it's it's easier said than done because when you're in it you're in it you know what I mean? it's like a it's a big whirlwind of just a whole bunch of uh, chaos. I mean, it can be social media, it can be family members, it can be schoolwork, it can be teams that you that you've played and team that you're playing at the moment. I mean, there's just a whole much whole bunch of stuff going on. And I mean, I, I really, <clears throat> I say this now, I I'm okay with it, but I'm not happy that we're the last national championship team. Like I I truly feel that we sh we should have and could have won so many more national championships, or at least we should have won a couple of national championships since the 2000. But it just, then it goes back to how special the year 2000 was, and we should have some more of those coming soon. Thanks for listening to Sooners for Life, presented by the Varsity O. Be looking for our next episode coming up on September 25th, to get you ready for the September 26th showdown between Oklahoma and Kansas State. You can learn more about the Varsity O by logging on to thevarsityo.com. Boomer Sooner, everybody.